Uh, we've had a bunch of different conversations today. We haven't even got to the fact that a number that we've all been watching oh so closely for what, almost a year now? I guess we probably started keeping an eye on this May, June of last year. That's the inflation rate in our country, and we know it's caused no end of change when it comes to the economics that we all live with day to day. Well, some good news. Annual inflation has slowed to 5.9% in January. Down to 5. Point. I mean, remember, it was up over 10% uh, not all that long ago. And that's despite the fact that both gas and food prices continue to go up. Gas up 4.7%, food up over 10%. So uh, overall, the big headline number, that's what they talk about when it comes to inflation, down to 4.9% or 5.9% in January. Uh, so seems like we're going in the right direction, but let's get some expert advice and get their take on this. We're going to chat with Trevor Toom, who is an economist that we've spoken to before about this situation and uh, always has great insight and really digs deep into the numbers. Uh, Trevor is joining us once again from uh, University of Calgary. Trevor, it's University of Calgary, right? It sure is. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. Um, thanks so much for joining us. I appreciate your time as always, sir. My pleasure. Great to be on. So, I mean, overall, that headline figure that they always talk about, right? I mean, 5.9% in January, going down, positive, right, overall? Yeah, overall, I'd say this does continue a trend of positive reports. We've seen month after month now that headline consumer price index rate of inflation falling. And so this 5.9% was good to see. I think 58 would have been right on target. So there okay. still is a little bit of uh, inflation pressures there, but it's certainly eased considerably since last summer. So 58 was sort of what economists were looking at, and that's what they were anticipating? Yeah, so the inflation rate that we look at, this headline rate, is a year-over-year comparison. It looks at January of this year compared to January of last year. So all the past 12 months are accumulated into that number. If the monthly change of prices was on target, you know, in line with normal 2% inflation, then the headline would have been 58 rather than 5.9. So it it takes time. uh, But if these recent trends continue, that headline rate may very well get back below 3% by this summer. Wow. Excellent. Which is what we're all working towards. Get to that in a second. First of all, we're talking about the national number. What about Alberta? We've been doing a little bit better, right? That's right. Alberta's inflation rate here is actually lower than any other uh, province in Canada. And a large reason for that is energy prices here being uh, not just lower than elsewhere, but have actually fallen over the past year. So it's something that pulls down that headline rate. And a, a two big parts of that story is, one, the utility bill rebates that individuals see on their electricity bill, that mm-hmm. That lowers, I mean, literally how much we pay in utilities, and StatCan measures that as part of this calculation. So electricity prices in the data are just way down over wow. the past year. And then gas prices, too, because of the gas tax suspensions. So energy uh, falling over the past year, the price of energy, Alberta is the only part of Canada to uh, see that. Everywhere else is increasing. Wow. Okay. So more good news for Alberta. Um, you, you mentioned energy and uh, gas prices have come down dramatically from where they were, but they continue to go up a bit, down a bit, 4.7% increase uh, year over year. So there's still a major factor in this headline number that we talk about. Yeah. And, and you're right. And in January, not just year over year, but the monthly change yeah. in gasoline was also positive. Uh, and because it's just an item that we spend a, a good share of our overall consumer spending on, it does move the needle quite a lot. It's, it's a big reason why inflation rose as high as it did, 
And it's also a driver of what led inflation to fall in recent months. So December, we saw gas shrink uh, pretty dramatically. November, we saw it shrink as well. Uh, but January, we saw it increase slightly. And food continues to really skew things, right? I mean, it's still up over 10%, Trevor. Yeah, that's the one area in today's report that is, that is uh, without doubt, bad news. Uh, it's, it's a big part of our budget, and it's seeing price increases still in the monthly data as well. And up now, groceries over 11% more than where they were last year. And so that's, that's something to keep an eye on for sure. Basically, everywhere else in uh, kind of broadly speaking, the data is showing really positive improvements, but food is the exception. Um, I, I guess the question we're all looking to this sort of, okay, what does it mean? We know the Bank of Canada has paused their interest rate hikes for now to wait and see what happens. Will that pause last? Will that I mean, some people are saying they're going to start reducing rates. You say if we get down, maybe the summertime, we could be in the target range. I mean, what does this mean in terms of what the Bank of Canada does next? So I think this is exactly what the Bank of Canada was hoping to see and uh, will hopefully continue over the coming months. They noted in January that they will not increase rates further if the data evolves in line with their expectations, which is for inflation to get closer to normal by summer. That's exactly what this report um, suggests happened, at least over the past month. We'll see where it goes from here. So this is not going to change what the bank does at their next rate-setting meeting. But will they lower rates? I think that's that's a huge uncertain uh, point now and depends on what happens elsewhere in the world. If there's a, a deeper recession, say, in the United States, then certainly monetary policy would change. Uh, but that's not something that they expect. I think opinion is pretty mixed, and we'll have to wait and see what happens. Um, and, and help me make sense of this, because I'm seeing so many people today talking about, okay, well, this this complicates things further based on the incredibly strong jobs report that we saw last month. It doesn't make sense. What's the problem there, Trevor? Yeah, well, normally, uh, labor market moves, you know, decreases in the unemployment rate are connected to rising wages and rising prices. There's sometimes this relationship between labor market outcomes and inflation, but we don't see that right now. I mean, wages, wage growth is certainly sluggish. We haven't seen it rising much in response to uh, low unemployment. So the, the labor market is really not at least not yet, a material factor behind the price increases that we're seeing, which are largely connected to energy prices and imported items, especially food. And uh, this kind of concern, I guess, we have with a strong labor market fueling inflation is, I think, it's certainly not something that we're seeing in the data yet. Okay, so we're sort of on the path or, you know, pretty close to the path that the Bank of Canada thought we'd be on, and uh, we'll just watch and see if it continues that way, right? Uh, I I think so. Now, it it is important to recognize that although inflation is coming back down to normal, uh, the price levels overall are higher than where they would have been had we met our inflation target. So I think affordability is still going to be an issue that's top of mind for many. Certainly, it'll be a big part of the political conversation, even uh, once inflation gets back to target. Great point, Trevor, because when we talk about the inflation rate dropping, that doesn't mean the price is dropping. The price has gone up. It's still up. It's just it's not continuing to climb quite as quickly as it was. Exactly. We aim for prices to increase 
about 2% per year. We, we want to avoid deflation and we want to avoid high inflation. We want to get right in that sweet spot of modest, low price increases. And so getting back to target you know, doesn't mean prices will go back to where they were prior to the pandemic. Great insight. As always, thank you so much, Trevor. I appreciate you being here. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.